You're listening to The Lion's Den on FNR Football Nation Radio. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back here on The Lion's Den on FNR Football Nation Radio and the Preston Lions Facebook page. I'm Josh Parrish. I've got big Jimmy H with me. James, welcome back to The Lion's Den. Great to have you. Thanks for having me, mate. First of all, we've got to address off the top. Uh, you weren't playing, but FFA Cup last night against Bo Morris uh, at the Graham Reserve. Disappointing result with a rotated squad going out 4-3 in a pretty madcap uh, FFA or Australia Cup time, we should say. Uh, what were your you know, reflections on the game? Um, I did play, came on second half. Oh, right, okay. Well, you didn't um, start. Didn't but... start, yeah. Uh, look, it's very disappointing. Um, I'm still burning like it's, it's, you know, I'm trying to be diplomatic and stuff, but it is very disappointing. Um, the team was changed, wasn't our usual starting 11, but, you know, the team we put out there on paper and, you know, us as blokes, we know that we're betting on them, we know we should have won. Um, just didn't go away. They deserved the win, so credit to them. Um, but just, yeah, disappointing and not good enough to honestly be. So, as, you know, apologies on behalf of me and the squad, um, to the Preston fans and to the club, uh, it's not good enough, and we apologise for that. And it's done now, so our uh, our aim's on to Dubton on the weekend and get back in, get back in the swing of things in, in the league. So you actually had a pretty decent away turnout. Uh, I heard a couple of hundred making the trip down to the southeast, which is a long, long way. So mm. credit to those fans who came to watch. Credit, and- yeah. I mean. It's a, it's a great club. I mean, the fans come and support us in a home and away, and that should drive us, and it does drive us. It's just disappointing that we, we didn't repay them uh, how we should because it's massive. I mean, the FFA, to get knocked out in the first round, it's like it's for the club and for the players. It's You know, you can draw a big, mm. big team. It's just the excitement. But, hey, it is what it is. It's done and dusted now. Um, I'm still, obviously, as you can tell, not marvelously pleased about the result and stuff. So, and it is all we want you to be exactly. Like, yeah, you've it, got is, to use it that. is. It is what it is, man. But like, it's yeah, it's it's not, it's not ideal. But uh, like I said, done and dusted now. Um, I've had many rants about it, like in my head and with people, whatever. But on to Dubton, and we'll get the three points. So that's all good. On to the weekend where you got a chance to make it right against a team that was up there last season. Decent, decent group. Yeah, yeah, Dubton. Um, Always high up in the league. Uh, we played them last season uh, and got the result. Obviously, I think it was a 2-0 win away. Um, yeah, it was uh, Terence and Ryu with Terrence the goals. Terence and Ryu, yeah, they scored goals. Um, we sort of know what to expect. I mean, it's never an easy game, uh, especially on their ground. I don't think it's unreal, the ground. But um, it just well, goes... you get that away in MPL 3. Exactly, and I mean... It can't all be plush, beautiful BT Corona Reserve. Exactly, but I mean, in terms of like confidence and that, we look at Sunshine. You know, we had a tough game against Sunshine. Came, uh, you know, won the game 2-1. Springvale wasn't a great pitch. Great uh, game wasn't, you know, as our football style we'd like to play, but got the result. So it shows confidence in our squad that we can grind out result and uh, be resilient in that factor. Um, and obviously... Geelong that we just played mm. on our pitch, you know, we could put our put our foot forward and play how we wanted to play and the goals came. So Dovton is just gonna be reverting back to, you know, getting the job done. And if we can play, we'll play, but it's all about three points. So Absolutely. Um 
if you can wind your mind back, it seems like years ago now, but uh, last Friday, our home opener against Geelong, 5-0 on the night in front of a massive, massive home crowd. Take us through the night and, and the feeling of, of walking out in front of that, that baying uh, the terrace that was just absolutely heaving when the goals went in. Yeah, it's mad. It's a mad feeling. I mean, until you actually experience it, like, you know, players can come here from other teams and experience it one-off and that, but it's just a great feeling, man, to be a part of this club. You know, the club's it's a massive, it's a massive family and, uh, you know, the sponsors put in a lot of work and the fans put in a lot of work to get this club to where it is. And for us, it's just we just play, don't we? But we appreciate mm. everything and it's an unreal feeling for the fans to turn out and it's just a massive vibe. It's, it's, it's sick. It's wicked, yeah. Two absolute screamers in the first half. Uh, Norsha Havdic on the, on the break, cutting inside and mm. slotting one from outside the box and then Connor Bell again <laughs> with the free kicks. Yeah, He's he, a machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, um, he had some shooting practice uh, the other day and I think he missed a few shots and I said to him, he needs a ball in front of him. <laughs> if he hasn't got a wall in front of him, he won't score. So, but no, good, um, good result. Obviously, uh, still could have been a bit more goals. Um, missed a few chances, whatnot. But we take five. Take five. We'll take five and clean sheet. I mean, so the defense is doing well. Um, you know, you don't concede as you know, and you score, you you win the game. So. I can't help noticing uh, what you described as a scratch from round one oh, yeah, on the Brigino's. A couple of stitches in that one? Yeah, about six or seven, but uh, just like a little scratchy watch in it. So. <laughs> Saw one against North Sunshine. Yeah. What did you expect? I'll take many more scratches to get three points, man. So it's all good. It's I, th- all good I think it's actually a badge of honor for a center back to have a scar mm. on the Brigino's, mm. right? And now I'm like a nine out of 10, so it's all good. <laughs> You know, it it, it humanises you and it draws attention. It does. To it keeps me. It keeps me humble, isn't it? Like now, <laughs> now I got to work my personality in that. <laughs> <laughs> you just killed our producer with that comment, by the way. Um, so that night against Geelong, the celebrations afterwards are absolutely bonkers. This, the uh, pavilion here was popping off. Uh, fans staying behind for a feed. It was so. It, it was just. It's just such a good. Good vibe, such a good night, mm, mm. and the food was unreal. It was actually amazing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who cooked that lamb, but phew, she deserves a tip. Or he, I don't know who it was, but bang him, <laughs> absolutely. So, uh, given you know last season, we all know what happened. We don't need to get into it, but there's got to be you know big sense of drive and, and motivation for for the group this year to to strive for for that that carrot at the end of the season. Definitely, I mean. It wasn't, you know, it's not the club's fault. It's not anyone's fault about COVID. It is what it is. Um, the club shouldn't be in a position it is right now in this level. But it, once again, you can't help what happened. Um, but even last season, I mean, every game we play, we want to win. Obviously, last season and the season before that, we sort of knew over our head that there's a high chance that this season wouldn't go ahead. Mm. And hopefully, touch wood, this season's all done and dusted and we can get it on. Um, so, yeah, there's obviously that drive and being away from the game for so long and you know, for a couple months and you just want to, you just miss being around everything. I mean, mm. like football is easy, um, but being around the boys and the, the, the atmosphere in the club, it just like, that's what you missed. I mean, so um, yeah, there's that drive. We want to win, obviously. Um, but we'll be sweet. I mean, we'll do the job. And it's, it's a pretty nice uh, place to play. Especially yeah, now with your uh, your brand new change room, so yeah, 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 development finally finished. You've uh, christened it with a shower, I trust. Yeah, a few cheeky showers and a bit more, but no stress. It was, um, yeah, lovely changes, man. I mean, 
whoever did build his place is spoiled. Yeah, yeah, very good. Like it's and it just shows the club's going in the right places. I mean, this isn't this this development didn't just come off, you know, last year's thoughts. This has been put in a place, you know, I'm sure many years ago to get us to that to get the club to where where it should be and um and that is higher than this league is now and hopefully with B B league in place you know the facilities and the fan turnout and stuff like that it's uh it's only putting us in a good good stead really for you personally what what have the last couple of years been like you know obviously you know it's been hard for you to get back home and and see family and so What's forth home? in the What's UK home? well i mean home's like when you go home and uh, well, we, yeah. What's it? What's it been like for you personally, being being so far away from uh, from a lot of people? For me, man, I mean, it's it's not like ideal. I mean, yeah, obviously, there's players that play for Preston that live in Melbourne, and there's a few players that play for Preston that come interstate. Mm. Um, so yeah, obviously, my home's England, um, and I did go back there. I can't remember. Seems like ages ago. Got stuck there, so now I come here. Just want to stay here. But yeah, I've got family in Perth. Um, which I was dying to get back to go see my little nephew. Um, but Perth's like Hitler state, isn't it? You can't go back there. Like, no one can go. <laughs> there's, no there's one, a wall, I think. No yeah. one can go to Perth. It's mad. But um, it is what it is, man. Like, it is what it is. There's a lot of people worse off. Um, obviously, now the football's back, it's made things a lot easier. Now I can take my mind off things and, you know, enjoy the game and enjoy everyone around me and stuff. So it has been hard, but it is what it is. And, and this man's in his element in the uh, in the change rooms, right? Pre-match, geeing the boys up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your that's your job, your job title, I think, is official G up merchant. Ah, it just just comes naturally. I mean, I like to be G'd up, and you know, everyone else likes to be G'd up. Everyone has their own ways of G'ing up themselves, but the music does help and getting the blast and the ears going. Um, so, do you have a second in command with that role? Who's who's the uh, the G up? Yeah. Ah, uh, well, there's a few. There's a few. Or even the DJ. Like, the DJ. I mean, come come like during the during the week and that. Um, I'm usually DJ. Uh, just play whatever I fancy. Usually Shannon Noel. <laughs> Shannon, I heard a bit of Shannon that match. Banging like, what about me? Anyone, <laughs> I didn't expect this from an Englishman. <laughs> the thing is, anyone that doesn't like Shannon Noel, I don't need to hear from you because it's like <laughs> you listen to the tune and you just bop. Um, but no, nah, Carl plays on the uh, on the speaker come game day. And it's just like the same beat over and over again. But I actually don't mind. It's getting, it's getting. I'm getting used to it. Um, Gets you in rhythm. Yeah, but I mean, everyone has their own unique personalities and whatnot. And we're all here for one reason: that's to win. And uh, if you look around and you see a good buzz, you, you naturally get buzzed up. I mean, so mm. regardless if there's music or whatever is going on about, it's up to us to g ourselves up, whatever. So, how do you even know who Shannon Noll is? I can't get over that, mate. I was like, I was born and raised in Australia. I just don't so get it like, with the uh, accent. Like, yeah, can know, we can we rewind through the personal history here? Because it's been a long time since we had you in the FNR studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going through the uh, this is your life. So when, when did you go to the UK? Uh, when you, so my background is English and Irish. Yeah. So mum and dad are English and Irish. Um, but my mum popped me out in Perth, uh, and then went went to England. Handy 15. passport to have. There you go. Handy passport to have. Uh, went to England when I was fifteen. Lived there. Uh, eight years or so so my adulthood mm -hmm. um and then yeah came back to melbourne well came to perth and then came to melbourne in 2019 with preston then i've sort of been stuck here i've been here the whole time around now so i sort of like i know both sides of the world dummy so i know you know the english world and i know the australian and the old school like shannon Noel stage and stuff like that so 
It's good, go. man. I mean, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. So you were here for uh, were you here for the great uh, Australian Idol robbery of two thousand and five? Or is that what Shannon know? Yeah, and Guy Sebastian. Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. It still stings, <laughs> yeah. right? Stings, yeah. man. Yeah. It stings. What was your accent like when you were like, you know, 10, 11, 12? Are you a little Aussie boy or is it just yeah, is was... it just an English enclave in Perth? No, nah, I mean, my mum and dad, obviously, I mean, I think they still speak quite poetically posh English. But um, I'm sure I was a little hood rat. <laughs> like, I'm sure I said a few, like, slang words and that. But um, my accent now is completely changed to back in the day. Yeah, so I've got like a dodgy accent now. I mean, like half English, half Aussie, just depending on what vibe I go uh, for. I can't detect a hint of the Aussie, to be honest. Nah. But no, maybe back home they can. <laughs> yeah, they can, man. Especially on a night out, if you go, if you go back in England and you you talk how I talk, I mean, I think you're Australian, it, which is a win. So <laughs> amazing. Yes. <laughs> you got a foot in both camps. There you go. You actually got the accent edge in by on both sides of the world because you know you're exotic anywhere you go. I am an exotic juice sort of bloke, <laughs> Joshy, mate. That is right. <laughs> I think we've got to go to a break. We'll be back with more on the Lions Den. Jimmy Harron, my guest. You're listening to the Lions Den on FNR Football Nation Radio. And we're back here on the Lions Den. I'm Josh Parrish. I've got Jimmy Harron with me tonight. Uh, disappointing result, of course, uh, at Kingston, uh, the Grange Reserve. Um, but a lot of supporters very curious to see uh, our new Brazilian signing in action, Cardinho, who doesn't really speak a lick of English. Uh, no. Not hello, Although how are you, nothing. Is he, is he picking up words here and there? He's learnt to scream, Jimmy, Jimmy, when he wants the ball, yeah. Okay, that's, that's his first word, is <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, and that's about it, yeah. Very proud. How, how, how is the communication going with him at, at training and so forth? I mean, he's new. He's only come in the last couple of weeks. Um, Obviously, like I said, doesn't speak a word of English, uh, which happens in football. Um, it's just basically up to the player if he's good enough to not that that affect him, really. Mm. Um, and we haven't really seen too much of him uh, in training or in games besides last night. That was his full, I think, full night he played. Yep. Um, and showed showed good quality. I mean, his left foot, uh, he likes to play 10, but sort of like mm -hmm. a floater like Messi. So um, sort of just floats in and out, gets the ball. But yeah, looks sharp. Um, looks like a good asset to the team. Just whether we can, as other players around him, you know, work work with him to allow him to play his game. Because obviously, naturally, he's not going to be able to pick up instructions left, right, centre come come mm. game time. So uh, we have to work with him, and he has to work with us. And but so far, so good. He looks a good uh, a good treat for us. Yeah. Well, if there's any, uh, you know. Portuguese speaking Preston fans, uh, mm. let us know. We could we could use a hand. At the moment, it's speaking into the phone on Google Translate, right? Which it is, is pretty stilted. It is, yeah, it is. It's Google Translate. I mean, I know a few like Spanish Portuguese quotes, but like not really, not really best appropriate for a bloke. I mean, so <laughs> are you going to get the Duolingo out? Has anybody volunteered to to try and uh, learn a few words to make him feel at home? <laughs> uh, I mean. Everyone tries, and he just nods his head and understands, I guess. So, yeah, he's he's a good bloke, and I'm sure he'll be good for the team. So, we saw uh, Tomahito score a couple of goals as well. Mm. Um, he's starting to integrate with the group a little bit more. Another new signing. We've seen him in glimpses and flashes off the bench. Could have mm. had uh, an assist, I think, for Connor Bell on uh, on Friday if uh, if the keeper hadn't come up with his first save of the night. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Connor's hat trick, isn't it? It would have been Connor's hat trick. He was yeah. he was sick about it as well. It was after yeah, yeah. a five 0 win, and the guy was miserable. But yeah, no, Tommy's um, Tommy's a very good player for us. Uh, obviously, he's you know patiently buying his time, mm. um, and when he comes on, and he obviously came, played last uh, last night, and he's got very good uh, qualities for us. Obviously. Small center of gravity is quick, is skillful. He incorporates um, other players as yeah, well. Yeah, he's very he's very good linking up and stuff. Um so yeah, he's a very good, very good player for us, definitely to have. And he's when he has come on, he hasn't shown anything to not say he doesn't deserve mm. you know a run. Absolutely. So it's only building on that. Um and I'm sure he thinks the same. Um so yeah, it's a very good, very good uh play to have in the squad, definitely. Absolutely. And uh you've got Ray there as well, if, uh, if you need any interpreting, uh, right? His, his English has come on leaps and bounds, by the way, right? It is. It is. I've been on a few nights out with Ray. Yeah? And I'll tell you what, he's a bloody soldier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just drinks his waters, waters yep. and ice, but he stays up. He stays up on a night out, so good on him. There you go. Mm. I, mean, I, I bet the hair attracts a bit of attention as well. So. Yeah, he's a little pop star when he goes out. <laughs> he's like, what's that band? What's that K-pop band? For for context, this is the guy who introduced himself to the team WhatsApp group by saying, you can call me Goku and then sending in a selfie. That's the one, Goku, yeah. That's the bloke. He's so versatile. It actually blows me away. This season playing in central midfield, mm. he's played on the wing, he's played at fullback. Mm. Uh, you know, the, the guy, you can just plug him in anywhere and he seems to do a job. Definitely. Um, we, all, we all know that as players. Um, obviously, Louis and Kappa know that. And he sort of does his job, like you said, does his job, doesn't, you know, he can get thrown left back, uh, left back and, and do the job there. Mm. You know, if we're missing a player in the midfield, he can happily slot in. And he does, he does a very good job. So he's, once again, a very good uh, a player for our team and we're happy to have him. And, you know, hopefully he can score some more goals for us and, you know, get start getting some more stats under his name. Um, but yeah, he's a very... Smashed the post against Springvale, if I remember correctly, along with, you know, two or three other people. Who... Yeah, I don't know which... Yeah, there was a lot of, there was a lot of cross-smacking that game. <laughs> Kunda still thinks he scored, I think. From yeah, I think that was been, to be fair. But, it, it, um... it was a bit... Shades of Frank Lampard against Germany, that mm, one. Mm, mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, we'll, we'll get, you'll get some more. Kunda and Roy, we'll get some more, so... I'll keep rattling on through uh, impressions of our our new boys. Uh, Noor Shahavdic really starting to to get a little bit of confidence. Played superbly against Geelong, I thought, and he's that he's that link you can play into his feet all the time and mm. turn and carry the team forward. Mm. Yeah, new um, obviously young bloke. Mm. Uh, I'm not sure where he where he came from. Prior he was at, to he was at Dandy bloke. City um, with Sash. So right. I think oh, him and him and Ned. Yep. Got ya. Okay. That's it. Um, yeah, the, well, him and Ned, basically. Mm. Uh, obviously, youngish blokes, but very good prospects. Um, and Nua has come on in the last few games. Like, sort of pre-season, we saw glimpses of it, but sort of had to learn himself how to play how we want to play in the team. Sure. And I think the last couple of games, he's shown that. Um, so there's a lot more confidence naturally about it. The him. difference between his confidence and his performance between the North Sunshine game versus Geelong, I thought was like he's come along Definitely. massively in a short space of time. Definitely. Um, but when you get a bit older and experience, it's like games like North Sunshine. Where the space is a bit have, tighter and the pressure's you ha- on. You yeah. have to just change your game a bit. I mean, so sure. like you're not going to be able to play how you want to play all on this. So mm. it gets to a stage where you have to change your game to work for the game. Work for the opposition. For the conditions and exactly. Um, so yeah, he probably might have thought, like, yeah, like I'm not really getting the ball here, whatnot. But 
give it time, give it time, you know, do the basics right. And, uh, you know, against Geelong, he showed, so. Doveton on the weekend, mm-hmm. smaller pitch. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a bit bobbly, a bit more physical kind of away game that we're expecting. That's the kind of conditions that, you know, you need people to adapt to quickly, right? Definitely, definitely. I mean, we're old and ugly enough to understand the game, you know, who we're, who we're against, you know, the pitcher on. We know it's not going to be necessarily, you know, a passing game. Not mm. to say we can't implement our style of play uh, and we'll try and do that, you know, non-stop, but understand the conditions, like you said. Um, and it's going to be a grind. You know, every game's mm. a grind. You know, obviously perhaps didn't show against Geelong because we banged in five goals. But, you know, we had to get in that mindset prior to the game. Sure. Because if we didn't rock up, any team can beat us if we don't rock up. That's the, that's the way of the game. So, And we found that last season, a couple of really shock results, you mm-hmm. know, here and there. Mm-hmm. Again, some of the top teams delivered some of your best performances and then random game here and there, you know. Exactly, you see an off night, anyone can beat anyone in this division. Exactly. And unfortunately, it's not good enough for us. Um, you know, we've, we, should, we should have learned from last season. I think we have learned. But obviously, last night's FFA, which once again... Still no, burning no about comment it on that. Like yep. still burn on that. Um, <laughs> but in terms of the league, you know, it's a must-win every game, and that's uh, that's the great a great pressure to have for us. You know, being at Preston, you know, we don't want to be a team where we're just accepting a loss. And Louis implements that to us. Whatever, every every game is a must-win. So it's like you win one game, you're on to the next, um, and it's a good pressure to have. And I think everyone should understand that in the team. And I hope everyone does understand it in the team for when tough games come, that regardless of what happens, as long as you do the basics and you work hard for each other, then, you know, we're not playing for Preston because we're not good players. That maybe we'd be playing for North Sunshine or something. <laughs> um, but, like, you know, we, we're playing at Preston and obviously Lou's chosen us because we're good players and he believes in us to do the job. Uh, and that's at least what we, sh- we can do, do I mean? So Absolutely. Yeah, so uh, I think we'll be sweet against Dubton. It's just going to be a grind, um, but we're all up for it. We'll have a good training session tomorrow. Um, and then, yeah, get the win on on Saturday and start again next week. I've got to ask you about, you know, maybe the one dampener on the on the festivities on Friday night, which was the injury to Sangulam. Yeah. Yeah, captain of the club this season, going down so early with, you know, what looks like a serious knee injury. It's just heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking, man. I mean, Erson's like a lovely bloke. Mm. Like footballing-wise, unreal. Obviously, a lot of experience. And I'm lucky enough to be in his position and and learn. I mean, it's come to a stage in my life and my football career that, you know, I need to take that next step and and be proactive in learning about sure. things about my game that I didn't think I'd even think about. I mean, so having someone like Erson involved in the team and involved in the club is massive for me selfishly. But for everyone else, he's a massive, like, uh, just a presence and a leader. Um, so it is heartbreaking um, for him because he does want to, you know, he, he he wants to play. I mean, it's not that mm. he's just coming down and playing for the sake of it. He wanted to play, he wanted to give back, and it's unfortunate. But, you know, he's a man and he'll accept it and it is what it is. Um, but, yeah, we appreciate what Urson gives us um, and will continue to give us. So He's going to be sticking around the club hopefully, you know, in a off-field role? Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, obviously, naturally, when something like this happens, you might take some time yeah, we'll apart, give get, your head, get your head right, whatever, but I'm sure um, he'll be around the club. And he loves the boys, man, and the boys love him. So, you know, it comes to a stage where football is one thing, but just being a part of the gang is mm. another thing. I mean, keep you going. So, 
hey, it's a pleasure to it's a pleasure to know the bloke, Urson, man, um, and to you know to learn from him. Um, so I'm sure all the players will welcome him back whenever he decides to come back. So in terms of you know who fills his position, it's hard to replace you know what he gives you in terms of experience. But mm. uh, we saw uh, Ned go down with an injury against Springvale, but that's not going to keep him out for too long. Yeah, well, I think Ned. I mean, at first glance, I thought Ned, uh, Ned was gone for a while with his injury, um, but he's sort of. I mean, he's a big bloke, isn't he? So he sort of recovered quite quick. So yeah, he's been training. I think last. Last he, when he came on the show, he was wearing a child-sized jersey. Yeah, <laughs> the thing nearly—he couldn't get it off. It was yeah, he's hilarious. A big, he's a big boy, isn't he? Um, <laughs> but no, he's a great—he's uh, a great um, left-sided centre-back to have with us. Yeah, obviously under Batka in terms of Batka's experience and mm. stuff like that. But obviously Batka is an older player, and no offence to Batka, he knows it and everyone knows it. But he shouldn't have to play every game. Every game mm. he does. When he comes on, he does a marvelous job for us. Um, but naturally, you know, his body may take a toll, whatever. Um, sure, but and you've got to manage his minutes. Manage his minutes, exactly. Um, but Ned is a great uh, great replacement, to be honest with you. Um, left, left-footed, so it helps. Like, usually we have Kyle that sticks in on the centre-back sometimes. Sure. Um, but it frees up Kyle to stay left. Uh, and he's a young bloke, Ned, but, you know, he will learn. And like I'm learning from the likes of Urs, Ned can learn from the likes of me and vice versa. And we just, you know, he will learn his trade, but he's a, he's a good kid. Um, he wants to win. And as long as you have that attitude and you're open to learning, you're open to criticism, you know, you've got a good, a good start in the game. So, During the previous segment with the women, uh, we were talking about unsung heroes. And I think the man playing in front of you falls into what, that Roxy? <laughs> My boy, Roxy, yeah. Yeah. He's unbelievable. Like no, he's just, the most underrated goat ever. I think it was. Uh, I think it might have been Johan Cruyff who said about Sergio Busquets. You know, if you watch the game, you don't see Busquets, but if you watch Busquets, you see the game. And that's yeah. that. Sometimes I just, you know, if I'm not calling the game, sometimes I just spend ten minutes at a time watching what Roxy does, and he's mm. so understated, you don't mm. notice it. But all of his contributions are so important. Massively. And, and you know, he, he we miss him when he's not there. Massively, man. I mean, as a as a six. In front of the the centre backs, it's it's a massive help to someone like Roxy. Um, he just you know cuts off play, you know wins his headers. He's very you know he's he's just a delight to play with. As soon as mm. I, when I play with Roxy, it's like all right, at least my life's going to be a tad easier today. It's it's a comfortable feeling. It's very comfortable. Yeah. That's what you need. Roxy's a very consistent you know consistent performer. Um, Does he talk to you at all on the pitch? Does not a word during games because he's one of the quietest guys off it. Yeah, 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 no. To be honest, with you, no. <laughs> no like, he talks a little bit too fair, Roxy, but not like not as much as you'd expect a bloke to talk in his world. Um, but hey, I'd happily have a person that doesn't talk and performs like Roxy every every week. So Roxy's a great um, a great player for us, and you know, hopefully he can keep you know stay fit, whatever. Because um, yeah, we definitely do miss him when uh, Roxy's not in the team. Absolutely. Well. Coming to the end of the Lions Den tonight, we're looking ahead to a weekend's match against Doveton, which will be live streamed on the Preston Lions Facebook page, as uh, will all the uh, men's games this season. Uh, so if you can't get down to Doveton, you can watch it live on the Facebook, but much prefer you there in person. We want that atmosphere. We mm. want to be able to carry our boys to a win. And, you know, that away support makes, makes all the difference in a tight game, right? Massive. Massive. Not just for us. But he gets in the other team's heads. 
mm. you know, even if they don't reckon, re- realize it, it does. At NPL 3 level, they're not used to it. Exactly, exactly. And we appreciate it as a, as a team that the fans come, you know, home and away. Uh, but it def- definitely, definitely does help. And we will repay the favor um, each game. It will happen. So, Well, get down to Doveton this weekend to support the senior men as they uh, go for another three points. It will be four wins from four if you can get it done in the league. So it will be four wins from four. Confident man next to me. When it's done. James Harron, exactly. Jimmy H, thank you so much for your company <laughs> pleasure, on the Lions Den tonight. And uh, best of luck for the weekend, even though it sounds like you don't need it. Thank you very much, Josh. You appreciate it. Thanks for having me.